Welcome to episode 26 of the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. We are live from the epicenter of sports, from the center of sports watching, because we did not get off the motherfucking couch once this weekend. We sat in front of this TV and we watched God's creation football all weekend long. I think the only reason we got up was to, uh, had to eat at some point. Had the shit, had to eat. And make grilled some burgers. Had to, We didn't even have to get up and get beer because we had some servants here to bring us some beer. Say, hey, woman, bring me some fucking beer. And, uh, yeah, she brought me some beer. We should have just made them cook, too. Yeah, well, fuck. You can't ask them the world. And they do, like, a feminist movement and shit. Um, but we had a hell of a weekend. It was. A lot of good football. Saturday, uh, college football, it was cool to, s- to, ha- to wake up on a Saturday morning and have college game day. A Saturday, I woke up on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it wasn't great matchups, but the Sun Belt, a couple games, beat the shit out of some Big 12 schools. Let's go Sun Belt. Sun Coastal Belt Carolina for Natty. Beat the shit out of Kansas. Uh, Louisiana beat Iowa State. and uh, Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. That's what I just said. Who beat Kansas State? Central Arkansas. No. No. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Central Arkansas with the two quarterbacks, 35-33. to 33. Yeah, we had some Georgia Tech beat Florida State. Uh, Notre Dame beat Duke. Um, and, yeah, that was the only good college football that we had this weekend. We got a little bit better of an ACC lineup this week. And then the next week, we got some SEC football. So, really, when college football starts is when the SEC starts. And then maybe the Big Ten will play? I don't know. Hey, John Riley, fuck the Big Ten. Maybe that'll entice him to get Yeah, come on here and defend yourself, big boy. Step up. Step up. Eight games. That means Michigan can only go four and four. And and they're talking about the contender being able to make it at the college football playoff? Bullshit. (laughs) You you beat fucking eight cupcakes and you think you're going to make it in the playoffs? Fuck. I don't even know if somebody would come out of there undefeated, though. Yeah, I think... Uh, Ohio State would. I don't know. They got to play Purdue. You know Purdue's a powerhouse. They're just an underrated powerhouse because they don't recruit in the South, so they're a little undersized. But they can play They can play football. <laughs> I just imagine that. That's how that's the Big how Ten... All like, the Big we don't have to recruit in the Southeast. Uh, we, we're just good cornbread... Country boys up here, and we play good football, and then we get our ass whooped in January by any southern team. Any southern. I'll team. even go even ACC teams, even West Coast teams. When's the last time the Big Ten won a fucking Rose Bowl? Probably not since like Connor what? Cook, Mich- Michigan State. That's a while ago. Damn, that's a good little tidbit in Connor Cook. Connor Cook. That was the last decent Big Ten quarterback. Fair enough. NFL wise, yes. I'm sure there's <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, Kirk Cousins. I'm sure there's some Michigan quarterbacks in there we're overlooking. But I'll, I can't Desmond Howard was just a killer in the NFL. Ohio State's never had a great NFL quarterback. I think Justin Fields changes that. But I do I do think Justin Fields has a I lot of I think Justin Fields is a Kyler Murray that's just a little bit better. He's a little bit bigger too though. A little bit he? bigger, a little bit better. Cardell arm. Jones. DC Defenders stand up. <laughs> I hope they I hope the Rock brings back the entire XFL. Same teams. They are. I hope so. I don't think the rosters or be anywhere near the same because I think they had to release all their players. They did, yes. So there would be completely different teams. Hey, a lot of them have gotten are getting opportunities. At least got opportunities for camp. Yeah, which really shitty go for them because I think if they had full training camps, you'd see a lot more, a lot more XFL players in on the fucking rosters. But you go with what you know, and what do we know at Slick and Juicy Sports Show? We know NFL football. It's our bread and butter. I think it is. It's what we live and die by. Uh, Live by the sword, die by the sword. 
We were rock hard erect sword fighting on Thursday night. Houston and the Chiefs. I hate to say it, Chiefs sixteen and zero. Not sixteen and zero. Not not today's NFL. I think the Texans. So this just in: John Riley has confirmed next episode. Okay, so he can defend that weak ass eight game schedule. Um. Chiefs looked really good. Chiefs don't look like they missed a beat. They've got a running back. They almost look like they got better somehow. They it, they didn't play the way we're used to the Chiefs playing. We're used to them fucking aerating that shit and having a running back who last year was Damian Williams who could get you maybe a 100-yard game in here. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, rookie from LSU, 32nd pick in the draft. Um my opinion probably shouldn't have been the top pick, but he went to the Chiefs where he's going to be perfect catching out of the backfield too. 138 rushing yards. That's just another thing. You, you're looking down the field at Tyreek. You're looking down the field at McCole Hardman. Hardman. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. And then you're not thinking about the running back for the Chiefs. At least not last year you weren't. I think it's – I, I give Damien Williams a little bit of credit. I think he made plays when he had to, especially in the playoffs. Not the way not the my Cajun boy was doing it. We're going to call him what? CEH. Keh. 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 He looked good. He is. He's going to change that. I He's going to make that offense even better. He was picked up by at least 2 million fantasy teams this year. In the first round. In, no. I mean. Yes, he was. Really? Yes. I had never heard of him before this. Maybe, depending on how many player leagues. Is it fair to say that he was very overlooked at LSU? Yes, because Joe Burrow was so fucking good. (laughs) And the passing offense was so good. Patty Mahomes, 24 for 32, 211 yards, three touchdowns, a QBR of 90.4. That's what I'm saying. Pat didn't have to throw for 400 yards for the Chiefs to blow it away. No. And their defense looked good. Imagine this team didn't lose anybody. I think no. They, I think they lost Kendall Fuller. Yeah, back to Washington, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, they didn't lose anybody. Kept and I think Jones. it's I think it's a good sign. Which Houston is not a bad team. Middle of the pack. I get middle of the pack. I don't think. Okay, they're yeah, but they're not a bad team. No, I think they just played. Literally the worst team you could get for week one, other than maybe the Browns getting the Ravens. Um, but that being, I, the Chiefs were just in fucking cruise control all night. Never really challenged. It was kind of close at the beginning. Um, got my first betting win of the football season. Kansas City. Well, the total over 53, Kansas City minus nine and a half, I think. Just barely got it. That last little exchange where they got that last little garbage time touchdown really helped me. And, um, yeah, that was the first and only win. Well, I got some college football wins, too. But other than that, I did not do good good last night thanks to the Titans not scoring any fucking points. We'll talk about that one in a minute. On to the next game. Seahawks, Falcons. Seahawks legit? Yes. Did we sleep on the Seahawks? Yes. Yes. Russell Wilson, 31 for 35, 322 yards, four touchdowns, QBR. So if you look at this Seahawks team of what they've done the last couple of years, I feel like this is deja vu. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> they've always tried to run the ball so much and almost try to play these close games with their great defense. But now that they've kind of transitioned into this, where the defense isn't the great part and Russell Wilson is the great part, Let's let Russell Wilson fucking hang his nuts. What did what did I say in the preview? Are they the going to let Are they going to let Russell Wilson throw the ball? The yes. answer is yes, and they are. And all of his offensive weapons look good. And you got to think, Josh Gordon gets reinstated. They're going to have Josh Gordon. What was that play? It was like right after halftime or right before halftime. They had like a fourth and six. And they hit DJ Metcalf on a go for a fucking like fifty yard touchdown. Yeah, they looked good. And I mean, the running game is still there. I don't think they rushed for a whole lot. No, no. Actually, Russell Wilson actually led in rushing yards, but the whole team rushed for eighty four yards. Metcalf can't catch a goddamn ball, but 
four receptions for 95 yards. Eight targets, though. Not great. Only caught half I don't. Uh, I don't understand all. I, Metcalf is a physical specimen. He's a fucking athlete. I don't understand all the hype around him. Tyler Lockett's that dude. Eight for eight. Uh, I mean, Greg Olson putting some catches in there. David Moore. But I think we also have to look at Atlanta because we look at a AFC South, which is just stacked with quarterbacks this year. Um, Matt Ryan goes 37 for 54. <laughs> 450 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, Julio Jones, 157 yards. Calvin Ridley, 130 yards. Russell Gage, 114 yards. I mean, even... Okay, Hayden Hurst said 38. I thought it was 98. I mean... This is the story of Atlanta over the last couple of years. Matt Matt Ryan is a great quarterback in this NFL. Matt Julio, Ryan is Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL. That is going to be a prolific offense no matter what. Their defense can't stop anybody. Which is sad. No, Matt Ryan was MVP three years ago, if you forget about that. They and also went they, to the Super Bowl and blew it. And blew it, yes. Not going to blame that on the defense because that was a lot of play calling like Mike Shanahan did, Kyle Shanahan did in the Super Bowl this exact last year against the Chiefs with the 49ers. Speaking of MVPs, Buffalo Bills 27, New York Jets 17. Josh Allen is MVP. He looked good. Uh, 33 for 46, 312, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Passer rating over 100, 104. What that stat line does not say is that on two of his rushes, so he did rush 14 times for 57 yards and another touchdown, but fumbled it twice. Stephon Diggs in his debut, eight receptions, 86 yards. No, dude, Bill's offense looked really good. I just think that Josh Allen is still going to make those fumble mistakes when he doesn't have to. And I think I he has to understand when he has to go down and try to get more yards. I think there's going to be room for error, though, just in the division that he's playing in. I think... Patriots didn't look bad. They didn't look great <laughs> either. Um, I think definitely overreacting on week one, I think your Bills are your favorites to win the AFC East. I, I'll still say that. I said that at the beginning. I, I do like the Bills. And I think the Jets are your favorites to win number one pick. Yeah, I think the Jets, top to bottom. I'm not even talking about roster. I'm talking about organization, like the decisions they make. That is one of the worst. No, and I I hate that for Sam Darnold because I I do think Sam Darnold can be a good quarterback in this league, but I almost am rooting for the Jets to get that number one pick for like Trevor Lawrence, so they can ruin Trevor Lawrence's career. Well, I don't wish that on Trevor Lawrence either. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't think the Jets signing Le'Veon Bell to all that money. Horrible mistake. Le'Veon Bell ain't shit. Only people who made him good in Pittsburgh was Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. I said what I said. You said no, I don't. Don't get me wrong. Le'Veon Bell was great. He was a great running back. I don't think people realize what taking an entire year and a half off from football can do to you, and that showed with Bell last year. Especially when you don't have an offensive line either. And uh, I think a lot of blame is on Adam Gase. The only reason Adam Gase has gotten head coaching opportunities he Cocaine. has. That and that he was the offensive coordinator for arguably one of the best offenses in the history of the NFL and the Denver Broncos for a couple years there at Peyton's. With Peyton. Uh, speaking of worst, the worst good game of the weekend. I'm and this was this was one of those in the Witcher hour where we had about four games this coming down, saying. and we didn't get to see this because Detroit was up twenty three to in the fourth quarter, twenty three to six. Yeah, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and Mitch Trubisky of all fucking people, fourth quarter Mitch, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and comes back and beats the Lions. DeAndre Swift drops the touchdown pass at the end of the game. Tough for your first game. Would have win the game, rookie. Don't be too hard on the kid. Good ball from Matt. Lions Matt still be in the Lions. Lions still be in the Lions. Matt, I think this was Matt Patricia is the biggest fraud head coach in the NFL. I think this is more a Lions 
the Lions being the Lions than Deion or, or than Trubisky being Trubisky definitely looked like a junior high quarterback through the first three quarters. The first three quarters, like it was coming on to red zone, saying that uh the Lions are in field goal range again. It's a nine to three game. And it would show his bad passes that he was making. Like yeah. One of them hit it, one of the linebackers right in the chest. Jamie Collins hit the referee in the chest. With Headbutt. <laughs> That's a bossy move. Well, you realize what he's trying to do, right? You didn't, did you? The ref initiated the charge. No, Jamie Collins was trying to show the ref what the Chicago offensive lineman or whoever, they were putting their helmets into his chest. So Jamie Collins was trying to reenact it and put his helmet into the ref's chest to say, hey, this is what we're doing. And the ref took that as a flagrant, like, okay, don't fucking touch me, you're out, and kicked him out of the game. That was early, too. Oh, yeah, it was like the Like, first we were quarter. just getting settled in. We are like, what the fuck? I don't even think I had gotten fully in my chair yet. You weren't even getting used to red. Did you ever get used to red zone? It wasn't that bad. I just feel like it goes back and forth so much. But I guess that's the first time I've ever really, really watched it that far. Watching the Celtics and Miami game. Miami just won. Um, no, Red Zone wasn't that bad. I, I like Red so Zone. Bad. It's good for my ADHD because I can't focus on a game anyways. Um, so if I can focus on like ten games going on at once, it's fucking awesome. I think it's. I wish they would do it for college football. Could I watch Red Zone just by itself? No, I'd no. like to have the other TV on a on like a close game or because we were watching Red Zone at at the four thirty games. We had Saints and Bucks on. Yeah, and then we had Red Zone on that was showing mostly Saints and Bucks, which was awful, uh, and Bengals and whatever else. But this was a fun little game. Um, were either these these teams do anything this year? No, I um, don't think you can count Chicago out. If Mitchell, if Trubisky plays decent football, that is a playoff team. Their defense is too good, and. I mean, they have, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, that was, a, two years ago, that was a playoff team. Trubisky, Trubisky was in the Pro Bowl. 20 for 36, 242 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, which is huge for Trubisky, no interceptions. All um, three touchdowns were in the fourth quarter. He just needed to warm up. No preseason. Just had to warm up. We'll see how long they try to put Foles in. Because, honestly, if Trubisky had not come back and won this game, you would have seen Chicago probably burning the city down to take him out. <laughs> Speaking of burning the city down, Green Bay beats Minnesota 43-34. to um, I think this is the most... Um, the most disguised blowout I've ever seen in my life. Somehow the Packers blew out the Vikings but still allowed them to score 34 points. Garbage points for the most part. Uh, or Green Bay's defense is bad points. Defense, Green Bay's defense was good last year. I don't think they took a whole lot back last year from year to year. Uh, Vikings have a good offense. What did Kirk and Kirk throw for? 1925, 259, two yards. I think he only threw like six passes in the first half, though. Who the fuck did Minnesota score that? Uh, rushing, Dalvin Cook had two touchdowns. Oh, okay. Uh, and Thielen had two touchdowns. But Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers coming this back on a, a fuck you tour. Fuck you tour, that's what I was exactly going to say. You took it out fuck of Fuck you. Mind. I'll show you love. I will show you love. I will take you to the NFC Championship game. That will break your fucking heart again. And then I'll go to San Francisco and win a Super Bowl. Ooh. Are you writing that in stone? Writing that in stone. Hot take. My first hot take of the season. Aaron Rodgers on San Francisco next year. This was a classic Aaron Rodgers game. I mean, making throws that not a whole lot of people. Side arm in that bitch. Who have ever lived can make the throws Aaron Rodgers throws. We had a sequence. And we haven't seen that in the last couple of years. No. Aaron Rodgers was not Aaron Rodgers last year. And you're talking about a little bit of decline. And I think that's where the Packers kind of thought, okay. We need to draft his, and I don't know why, Jordan Love. <laughs> it's his potential successor. But despite it 
you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. This might have been the Packers' inside idea. Let's draft this guy. Let's light a fucking fire under Aaron's ass and get him going again. It works so great for <laughs> Brett Favre. It works so great for Brett Favre. Um, but yeah, I think definitely not having a preseason, not having a training camp, definitely helped Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's more of a. I think you can compare him to a Brett Favre. Ben Roethlisberger just doesn't like pl- practice, doesn't like drills, just wants to go out there and play football. Um, also, no wide receivers, but Devontae Adams fucking doing the thing. 14 receptions, 156 yards, two touchdowns. You know, we talk so much about receivers, and don't get me wrong, they definitely need to put receivers around him. But his second and third, Devontae Scantling, almost 100 yards, and then Lazard had 63. I think they're stepping up a little bit. Doing the most with little. I I don't think we can count Minnesota out yet. They do have a good defense. They're just fucking young. And going up against Aaron Rodgers for their first. first I think that's what's going to hurt the Vikings defense so much is they've let all of their corners go. And they're starting two really young guys in the corner. And they don't have Stephon Dix. Um, but fucking Thielen still doing the thing. Six receptions, 110 yards. Dalvin Cook still doing the thing. Justin Jefferson do. Two uh, for twenty six. Yeah, not much. Yeah, I, I, I was high on the Vikings. I think I don't know what they. I don't know. That defense looked depleted. They even were with their great safeties, their corners were getting fucking killed. They were getting chewed up. Daniel Hunter didn't play either. Does this prove that Tom Brady was just a system quarterback? No, it does not. It doesn't at all. It. It's. I think more than anything, it shows. No. Yeah. No. I. To to an extent, yes. I think it shows that the Patriots can adapt to whatever they have. New England twenty-one, Miami eleven. Do I think Cam can take the beating like he did all season? No, because that's what's got him hurt in the first place. Hear me out. But Cam looked good. I like seeing Cam Newton play well. Hear me out. I like Cam Newton. Hear me out. What? Who did Josh McDaniels take to the playoffs with 19 passing attempts per game and 15 rushing attempts per game? Somebody other than Cam Newton? Mm Mm-hmm. Who did Cam Newton back up in college? I have no idea. Tim Tebow. Um, Cam Newton is pretty <laughs> okay. much just a glorified I Tim have Tebow. I no idea who you were talking about for a second. Glorified Tim Tebow. Check downs within the tackle box. Rush, rush, rush. Check down within the tackle box. Rush, Was rush, Josh rush. Was Josh McDaniels the offensive coordinator? Who's the head coach? For the Broncos? Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. You did a little bit of research on that thanks, one, Thanks, 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 thanks. Um, listen, you obviously you can I tell no you idea. can tell Cam Newton hasn't played football in a year. He looked good, though. He looked healthy for the first time in a long time. He and did. you can tell that the pa- he was n- not running Tom Brady's offense. Well, no, because they, they were putting Cam in situations where he could be Cam. Let him get out of the pocket. Let him get runs. But that's what's always hurt Cam is because he, he's such a physical runner that it doesn't last, especially with a 31-year-old, 30-year-old. And Cam made good play. How many, what did he throw for, 15, 19, 155? Mm. All within and nothing down the field. He threw for well, no, nothing down the field. They don't have any downfield weapons. weapons. Uh, Edel- Edelman, five receptions, 57 yards. And do and I think this Miami team is a great team yet? Fuck no. no. They're young. They should put two in next week. No, I don't think they should do yes, that. Yes, they I should. Think that is a horrible mistake. Fitzpatrick, 20 for 30, 191 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Doesn't mean you put two in. Two is not ready. Health-wise and NFL-wise, he's not ready. That is one of the worst mistakes you can make as a franchise is putting a quarterback whose health issues were already a concern that even you were talking about taking Justin Herbert over to a uh no, you don't put two in. 
not nap. I don't think he played two at all this season. But don't. Mm, no. I don't think the Miami Dolphins are bad. The Miami Dolphins are going to run with the Jets to see who's the worst team this year, which is fucked up because it's always them and they're always in the same division. Um, given I think that helps New England, I just don't. I'm not convinced by watching. Uh, the first drive looked fucking awesome. I was really stoked after the first drive. The rest of the game was not good. Subpar Miami offense. I think Miami's defense, I think they're better than you're giving I don't them credit for. I don't, I don't think it was Miami's defense. I think it was New England's offense. I don't think New England's that good. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Miami has a better defense think, than you're getting them credit for. New England's at best a 7-9 and nine team. I don't know. Well, we don't know yet. That's what's beautiful about a week one like this is we don't know these teams. Yeah, we can judge them on the first week, but we don't know what New England's going to continue to be. I don't. I just not. I'm not buying it. All right. We'll see next week. I think I'm not buying it. They've got Seattle. They're going to get fucking curb stomped next week. We'll see. Absolutely fucking curb stomped. Jamal Adams is going to take off Edelman's head, and then Cam Newton's really going to be fucked. Talk about being fucked. Any team, any quarterback that lines up against the fucking Redskins front eight. What? Is the who? Fu- the football team. <laughs> the red people. I thought this was going to be a blowout. Especially after the first six minutes. It didn't look good. It didn't. It didn't look good. But then that Washington defense, I'll give them credit. Eight sacks. They made Carson fear for his life. Eight. And I think that's going to be the story of the Eagles for the rest of the year because their linemen are done. Already. They are Week de- one. They are depleted on line. They got two of their starters out. I mean, that's what made – and their Super Bowl victory. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, the best part of them was their offensive line and their defensive line. They've got – th- what, did Lane Johnson come out of that game too? Early. I think when Lane came out, that's when the football team started sending all the football players. God, just look <laughs> at that defensive line, though. The defense, that that whether that's whether that's it's good or bad, the defense is going to keep them in a lot of games this year. Offense did not look great. Dwayne Haskins looked really good in the second half. I wouldn't say really good. What did he end up? 17-31-178. But second half, I don't know if we can look at second half. Fucking, I I think he only had like three incomplete passes the second half. Had a rough first half. Led a couple good drives that scored points. Um, a clutch, fucking fourth and one that they converted to get in the end zone range, in the fucking field goal range. Um, but yeah, eight sacks. I think anytime your fucking defense gets eight sacks, it was a forced fumble on that too. Yeah. By Chase Young. Chase Young. Doing the damn thing. Let's look at Chase Young's fucking stats. If I can find them. It's right there. Uh, four tackles. One and a half sacks. Two quarterback hits. And I think he had the highest rookie rating of the week. Two. Not going to suck his dick yet. But. Really excited. I, I didn't expect anything less out of him. That is a game-changing play. That's you just look at him. Did you? Were you looking at him lining up on the line? He just looked way more athletic, <laughs> way bigger, fucking huge. way stronger, way faster than everybody. That's why you draft those guys first or second overall. That's why Miles Garrett, Chase Young, Joey, and Nick Bosa. Those are just game-changers. And it opens up Montez Sweat on the other side, too. It opens up your whole line. That's what made the 49 a rookie last year with Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. who was the second pick, made that defense ten times better because it opened up all their other great defensive linemen on one-on-one opportunities. Yeah. I like it. I, It's going to be a real test. When a young kid can make an impact like that, that's why you're drafting. It's going to be a real test next week. Uh, we went up against Carson Wentz, who's a statue in the pocket, doesn't really run. Uh, always spins the wrong way. Always spins into a tackler. Never, never fails. He's always he's he's the worst guy to go down for a sack. 
Uh, we play the Cardinals next week, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We might get humbled. I don't know. But I'm excited. This was a really good fucking game. The Raiders and the Panthers. The Panthers, they had it. Fourth and one. You got the, you got one of the best offensive players lined up. They passed it. Six yeah, no, pass. they handed it off to the fullback. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I think we, mo- we both missed this game in our picks. Yeah, we did. We both picked the Panthers? Yep. I I think the Raiders the Raiders looked good. I, I they came back late though, didn't they? Super late. Yeah. Scored fifteen in the last last quarter. No, scored seven. No, they dominated. Carolina came back at the end. Oh yeah. Um, Teddy Bridgewater twenty two for thirty four, one touchdown, two hundred seventy yards. Teddy Bridgewater is just going to continue to be average. Yeah, he and I, I don't. Good though. I don't think the Panthers ever seen Teddy as their long term quarterback. I think this you've got a lot of young players. I think Teddy's a stand in. I think in this next draft they they maybe take their guy. And we'll see. Teddy is a good average quarterback, like you just said. Their defense. I'm pretty sure they spent seven or eight of their draft picks this year on defense. Yep. Because they kind of already have their offense settled in, and Curtis Samuel, Christian, and DJ Moore, Teddy's just kind of standing at this point. Didn't pay him that much money either. McCaffrey, new head coach this year, ninety-six rushing yards, two touchdowns, um, and then 30 s- thirty-eight there. reception yards. Um, McCaffrey's still doing the same thing, carrying the team on his back. Derek Carr, twenty-two for thirty, two hundred thirty-nine yards, one touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 93 yards. I think that's where they won the game was with Josh Jacobs. They really controlled the line of scrimmage all day long. John Gruden looked miserable. He looked like shit. He looked like shit. He had like two strands of hair on his head. He was sweating the whole time. He's like, why the fuck are we playing in Carolina at 9 o'clock in the morning our time? Um, But yeah, impressive win. Would they do anything in the AFC West? Probably not. And we'll see. I think I think the Raiders have a lot of pieces. I think it's going to be a fun look to see who finishes second in the AFC West. Denver didn't look bad last night either. Also Denver didn't look bad. Las Vegas didn't look bad. Denver's got a lot of injuries too. Who's the fourth team in fucking AFC? Oh, Chargers. Chargers. Chargers suck. They didn't look good at all. No, they didn't look good at all. Um, but good game. I think this was definitely the game that nobody was watching. <laughs> but it came up. And this it came was in been one of the better games. We had a lot of good games this weekend. That's why I really like Red Zone. Red Zone gets boring when every game's a fucking blowout and there's nothing to watch. But it came down to Witcher Hour, and we literally is had just something you're calling that, or is that no? That's what they call it on Red Zone. Is it when they okay. have like games that are close? They just put them all on the screen and you watch all of them. The Witcher Hour. I got you. Shout out to the Red Zone host. We have no idea who he was, but he kept up the energy all day. He does. He's good. He was really good. Put him on Monday Night. I don't know. Keep him on Red Zone (laughs) because I like Red Zone. Um, Pat would be perfect on Red Zone. I don't know. Coach Jags. Nobody told Minshew that they're trying to tank. (laughs) To tank for Trevor Lawrence. Gardner Minshew, like Gardner Minshew, 19 for 20, 173 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Passer rating of 142. <laughs> Gardner Minshew said, fuck your quarterback. I know we sold everybody. I'll throw into the fucking ball boy. The ball boy is my tight end. Fuck it. I'm they just actually, going they actually have a decent receiving core. Phil Rivers is still Phil Rivers. Okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about the most. So the biggest thing for the Chargers and Phillip Rivers over these last couple years is that it has always come down to a fourth-quarter comeback. Close fourth quarter. Maybe not a comeback, but, you know. It's just always close. It's always close. I mean, it's two. You look at, I don't know the stats, but you look at all of the games the Chargers have lost over 
Phillip Rivers, or even the last two or three years, they are close games. Like one, two, three-point games. That's, But I think this week proved. Because what happened with Cincy and Chargers? They won that game. Yes. Kind on, a, of. on a flute kick. But Phillip Rivers lost. Not as close as, you know, three points, but... So what was the bi- what's the bigger problem? Was it always Philip Rivers? Is Philip Rivers' stats make him look like a better quarterback than he's ever been? Philip Rivers is a game leader, um, manager, manager. Um, doesn't. I want to say he's tough to figure out, right? I'm contradicting myself. Uh, definitely hasn't had the arm strength in the last couple of years. What has got him biased is accuracy. What lost him the game on Sunday was accuracy. He threw a lot of bad passes against a not very good defense. Nope. You and don't have any excuses against that. And through two, they literally traded everyone. Through two interceptions, one when they were marching down the field to win the game. Um. Also, bad news for the Colts. Sorry, you're paying him twenty-five million dollars this year. So you can't just throw in Jacoby Brissett, even though you already completely diminished Jacoby Brissett's confidence by bringing him in. So you're fucked. Maybe you'll get Trevor Lawrence. I, I, you know, Daddy died. He's a big Colts fan. You're these last couple years. I have not understood the hype I on the Colts. They are balanced all the way around, but they're not good in any given position. But they're balanced. They're, they've always been the most balanced team, but they've been balanced mediocre. I think you got to be standout on either offense or defense. You can't just be balanced all the way around. Yeah. They're always going to be on every single game. It's going to be the same as last year. They're going to be within seven points every single game. They might win half of them. They might lose half of them. They might win most of them. They might lose most of them. It's going to come down to the end. Luckily for them, they got old Rodrigo Blankenship instead of fucking old man Vinatieri to miss the kicks this year. So at least it'll be exciting. You get to look at his goggles while he's missing the kicks. Um, he only missed one, didn't he? Yeah, but still. But like the Jags, the Jags are intentionally tanking, and they so are the Jags the Dolphins this year, the Dolphins of last year, this year, trying so hard to lose every game but still win. Four or five so I, I think in, in a football player's mind, especially somebody like Gardner Minshew, you are not going to get that kid to lose football games. Hot take. I think Gardner Minshew is going to play his way into building a winning team around him. You think he's the future if he keeps playing like that? Yes. Simple stat line. Didn't throw for a whole lot of yards. No. But Nine feet, 19 that, for 20. You, you think that locker room loves him? Yes. He's a character. He sells tickets. Do you he sells jerseys. That's what you want in I a know, smaller but do you, market. Do you think a lot of, and I don't think they have a whole lot of older players on Jackson, but do you think they look at Gardner Minshew as more of a character than the face of the franchise? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question, though, isn't it? I don't know. I see him... A lot like I saw Blake Borders while he was there. Bortles? Bortles. Bortles. Yeah, fuck him. Blake B. Um, He got the job done. He never did anything flashy. And that locker room respected him. Because mm-hmm. he got the job done. But Bortles was never that flashy guy. Like, he no. wasn't. Some neither is Gardner. He yes, he 19 is. 20 Not for 130 field, yards. And I know I like I like what he's trying to do with his old character off the field, but sometimes it's like, hey man, you know, kind of chill the fuck out. I don't think so because he's in a small market and nobody pays the fucking attention to him. I don't know. Bortles also took that team to almost the Super Bowl, and they should have went to the Super. They Bowl. should have went to the Super Bowl that year, which they also had a damn good defense and a yes. that's what the draft does for you. Then they panicked and traded everybody. Everybody. I do not understand that. And it's not like you were even getting first-round picks back for your guys. You cut Leonard Fournette. Cut him. Do you think somebody would at least trade a third or fourth-round pick for Leonard Fournette? Probably. Maybe. I do Has like Minshew. I think, 
I think you're either going to be in a position where the Jaguars are like, Minshew is our future, or Minshew really fucked us over this year, won too many games. We've got to get him out of here. Got traded now. Yeah. I guess that's just one of the also one of the worst ran organizations in football. Yeah. The Giants, the Jaguars, the Browns. Jets. Jets. Redskins. Rams. What the Rams? Rams haven't been run great either. Um speaking of running fucking great. I don't think this is a game that everybody is sleeping on this week. The rate, give it. They were playing the Browns. The Ravens absolutely fucking dominated this entire game. Was never even close. No. Lamar Jackson looked good. Twenty and for twenty-five. Two hundred and seventy-five yards. Three touchdowns. Seven carries. Forty-five yards. Easy. Easy. Didn't even get touched. I think Lamar Jackson's going to do the same shit all year. <laughs> you were saying that. You were just saying he was going to get debunked. I think a little bit. But, I, I okay, after this first week, I will, I will say right now, I do think Lamar Jackson in this Ravens offense can throw enough different things at you so it's not just focused on Lamar, you know? They have good re- deep down re- downfield receivers. They've got Mark Andrews, who's a great fucking tight end. Uh, and their defense is going to be great this year. I, I do think he. I, th- I don't think Lamar Jackson win wins MVP this year. I don't think his stats look as good. This was a Browns team that we have all been overhyped about. That Browns suck for four years now. They're still the Browns. No, two last year and this year. The Browns still suck. Got shit on. Uh, I know it's just the first game. You can't over. It's not overreaction Monday. Overreaction Tuesday. But OBJ. Baker, Baker still didn't look like shit. OBJ looked like shit. Three receptions, 22 yards. Um, this defense that's got a lot of big-time names on it, a little bit older guys, but they should play better. I, I don't know. They got carved up. Absolutely carved up. Carved up by somebody who is not supposed to be able to pass the ball for Did we expect anything less? Cleveland scored six points in the first half, first quarter. Didn't score anything since. Was that two field goals or a touchdown? Uh, it was a touchdown and a miss. Extra point. Gotcha. Yeah, Cleveland's going to be the same way they were last year. Um, there, there's just no... I know the Ravens are damn good. Don't get me wrong. Baker's got to step his shit up. He's the number one pick in the draft for a reason. You've got to start playing like one at some point. I think you get a new head coach in, new GM in. I think Baker's about to see the door. Um, the most heartbreaking game of the week. The Chargers and the Bengals. Uh, this is one we were kind of watching out of the corner of her eye. Um. Big Deep Joe should have won that game. I'm going to take a hot take here. Um. I think it's time. Might be too early. Depending on if he knows the playbook or not, Justin Herbert needs to come in for the charge. No, not ready yet. He's not ready yet. You have to play to win football games. I love Tyrod Taylor. Go Hokies. Go Crabbers. Um, he is not the quarterback you want to run your team. 16 for 30, 208 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. I've just always been a big proprietor of don't put the kid in when he's not ready. I was the same way with Daniel Jones last year. He fumbled 18 times. Daniel Jones looked great last night. Not great. He looked good. He did. You can admit he did. He looked okay. Looked okay. But did the kid get put in a little too early last year? Yes. Yes. He has to be ready. I don't think Justin's ready. I think Tyrod Taylor is a is a good enough quarterback to fill in for this team for now. If you did, if you don't have that guy like the Bengals don't, yeah, Joe Burrow is probably a lot more NFL ready than Tua or Justin Herbert, and I think he kind of showed that he won that game. Burrow looked good. That touchdown pass to AJ Green at the top of the at the corner of the end zone, and they called the offensive pass interference on it. That was a touchdown. Yes, that should not have been called pass interference. 
There's not no single hell why that should have been called. Did have a rushing touchdown. Yes. But Joe Burrow and the Bengals probably should have won that game. Uh, pulled up with a calf injury and the game-winning kick and missed it. Um, game of the week. Well, it was supposed to be game of the week and turned out pretty mediocre anyways. Um, Buccaneers Saints. This game just looked old. All the way around. Damn, Drew only threw for 160. Old. You have to expect these offenses league league wide to not be full full throttle. The Saints did what they had to to win this game. Tom Brady, it's the first game. We can't overreact. He looked bad. Tom Brady get this stat seeing this the other day. Tom Brady is the fir- is the third quarterback in the history of the NFL to throw three straight pick, pick six. sixes in his last three games. Granted this was week seventeen uh the playoff game against the Titans and then week one the next year. But the only other three quarterbacks to do that, Matt Schaub and Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Two for sure Hall of Famers. Um I Blaine Gabbert's actually Tom Brady's backup in, in Tampa Bay. Right we now. were just we did the preview show and we said it's gonna be Tampa Bay and New Orleans that decide this Division. I still think it's New Orleans division. Drew Brees did not look good. Didn't look horrible too. He didn't make any mistakes. But he did not look I he didn't throw a pass longer than twenty yards. Okay. Michael Thomas is obviously dealing with an injury injury. <laughs> Ankle injury out for a couple couple weeks. Drew just look <sighs> it's Drew's last year. Yes, we've said that last time. I 100% think this is Drew's last year. But Drew doesn't have to be the MVP of this NFL season. Drew has to make plays when he can, make the passes when he can, and not make mistakes. And this Saints team is probably going to win the Super Bowl. You have to also, no. Tampa Bay and Tom, we're going to have to give them a couple weeks. They are not. No, They didn't even use Gronk at all. Because I don't think Gronk's ready either. No, Gronk needs to put on about 60 pounds. Uh, Gronk got fucking bulldozed a couple times. Mike Evans, what, his only catch was a touchdown in garbage time? Yeah. Got chirped I didn't think long. I didn't think that team was going. I don't. I thought this. We both called the Saints winning that game. I didn't think that Tampa Bay was going to be ready. I think Tampa Bay, it's going to take them a couple weeks to get into full throttle swing. But do I think they're going to end up being good? Yes. Good, not great. I think they still make the playoffs. They Bill Belichick one and zero. Tom Brady's zero and one. Well, that is an argument we can have in four weeks, not after the first week, especially this season. Uh, another upset: Arizona Cardinals twenty four, Forty Niners twenty. And I can start from week one this year. The San Francisco Forty Niners are frauds. Surprise of the week, I will say that. Uh, Cardinals looked fucking good. That offense looked great. Fucking DeAndre Hopkins caught 14 catches for 156? 151. 51? No touchies, but... um, Almost had one. Should have had one. Like, his longest catch was like a 40-yard, and he went down on the inside. How stoked do you think Larry Fitzgerald is this year? Because he ain't going to do a whole lot of shit anymore. He's like, I want to put this team on my back. <laughs> Larry, I don't think Larry's put the team on his back in a couple He's years. He's been their only receiver for the past 13 years. Th- well, they've got some young guys now. they got Christian Kirk, and they've got... Uh, yeah, all uh, those guys. they got some young guys. Yeah. Um, Jimmy G did not look great. Two fifty nine and two touchdowns. Yeah. I think this was more about San Francisco's defense than their offense does. That was what San Francisco was built on last year. The defense dominating and Jimmy G in the offense doing what they had to. Cardinals put twenty four on them. Frauds. Cardinals are gonna get shut down next week, but looked good. Congrats, Kyler Murray. Glad you got one good game, only two sacks. You get sacked ten times next week. Um, I watch this Cardinals team. I think they showed that this week. I said that last week, and you told me to shut the fuck up. 
pretty sure. I don't think I said that. I I think Kyler. I think Kyler is going to be good. I like Kyler. I just don't think he can see it over the fucking offensive line. Sunday night football, or another, would we call this an upset? It was it was pretty close on the spread. Um, Los Angeles Rams twenty, Cowboys seventeen. Cowboys may or may not have gotten robbed at the end. I think the end of it is the game. I don't think it was. I wouldn't call it a robbery. Tough call. I would probably not have called it. Um, we had to push off pass interference to Michael Gallup. Game winning. Game-winning drive right, right at the end. Yeah. Not a game-winning catch. Well, it, it probably would have tied them up. Yeah. At least. No, they would have went up. No, they would have went 20-20 if they kicked a field goal. Uh, anyway, Dak isn't clutch. Anyways, James Ramsey flopped it. Did a great job on that. I think they were running really fast on that fast turf. And I think any little, you know, I think if I put my fingertip on you on that fast turf, you're gonna go. <laughs> no, if it okay, whatever. It's fast turf. They were running fast. I get that they were running fast, but you act like turf is just gonna, at some point, be able to trip you up like that so much. But if it if you're running fast and you're going faster, then any little distraction is gonna. Make you go not fast. Um, this isn't like a a tennis court where it's a concrete court compared to a clay court. I think you're wrong. That is fast compared. I think to you're wrong. Slower. I think you're wrong. I don't think. I think you're very wrong on this. There's one. There's not a whole. A turf field is a lot faster than a natural grass field. It's fat. Yes, it is faster, but it's not that big of a difference. I think you're wrong there. Especially that if big of a difference for Michael Gallup to hit Jalen Ramsey with a finger and him fall down? If they're running full speed, yes. Okay, whatever. You've never been on an actual turf. Yes, I have. Actually, uh, Pocosin High School, a 2A team in Virginia. Um, our field used to get washed away every year by the hurricane. So they built us a field up on this big concrete platform, and it was turf. Because it's really hard to grow grass in southeastern Virginia because it floods a lot. Um, so we had turf field up on this big concrete platform. And, yeah, it was great. Yes, I, I was running really fast. Also, it hurts really bad when you fall on it. Um, Dak Prescott, 25 for 39, 266 yards, one touchdown. Not going to get a contract with those numbers. Uh, Jared Goff didn't do great either. This really was a boring game. Damn, I didn't, I didn't realize Goff didn't throw for a touchdown. I was falling asleep the whole time. I think the Rams looked better than we thought they were gonna look. I had a, I had a, I had big expectations, expectations for the Cowboys this season, and I knew. Okay, I fucked up and made a bet on the Cowboys, and I knew I shouldn't have. I think they were only like minus one. And that's the only. I wasn't even rooting for the Cowboys. Because I want the Cowboys to lose. Because fuck the Cowboys. Um, but monetarily wise, um, I would like the Cowboys to win this game. But I'm not mad. Um, Washington football team, number one in the FC East. Let's go, boys. Monday Night Football, this was a rough night last night. I I thoroughly enjoyed this first game. The first game was really good. I think towards the end of it got a little bit boring, but the the beginning of it, I mean. Big Ben stopped masturbating, 21 for 32, 229 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, throwing against that Swiss cheese defense. For the Giants. The Giants' defense is horrible. Ben, ass. Ben looked cheeks. For the first cheeks. <laughs> ass. For the first game that Ben ass cheeks. Stop. When the first <laughs> Ben getting back this first game really showed, I think, how good Pittsburgh can be because they went eight and eight last year without uh, a quarterback. Without a quarterback, they were the worst. When Ben went down the first game, 
or the second game. They were the worst offense in the league for the rest of the season. And somehow they went 8-8 eight and eight and almost made the playoffs. Would have made the playoffs in this year's system. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, they would have been the the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that shows just how important Ben is this, is to this team. And I think Big Ben's got a different mindset this year. It was cute. That it was cute at the beginning of the game because Ben was nervous. And he was throwing really bad passes. And he's like, oh, Ben, cute. He has his hand on a football and not on his penis watching Pornhub. Um, but then he settled in and he started, that's the Ben that we knew. We ain't fucking with Duck Hodges anymore. And I think it th- even in the post-game interview, he was telling uh, Lisa Salters, he was like, only reason I came back this year is because I believe this is one of the best defenses I've ever played with. I love playing with this young skill player, you know, the three young receivers they have and James Conner and who had, how many yards did Benny Snell have last night? 113. 113. Benny Snell looked great. James Conner went out, though, didn't he? Yes. Six for nine before he went out. Balling. Um, Chemo. And then Ben was like in this offensive line who loves me and I love them. It was, Juju, it was, Juju balled out too. Juju did ball out on the kick return team, getting that clutch onside kick reception. Picked up a fumble, just scrappy Juju. I like Juju Smith Schuster. You don't want that bad Juju. No. Th- th- this di- this pi- I like this Pittsburgh team. Seahawks sleeper in the NFC. Who I don't. I think we overlooked a little bit. Steelers in the AFC. I hate to say it. For sure. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Yeah. You gotta say it now. Giant sleeper in the NFC East. I was saying that last night. You're like, no, no, no. Danny Dimes looked good. He did. He looked. Saquon looked like a fucking bum. That was that offensive line. You can't blame that on Saquon. I mean, what did he end up? Fifteen for six yards. Do you realize Ben Roethlisberger rushed one rush for nine yards? Daniel Jones had four carries for twenty-two yards. What? Fuck, I mean, you got to think, if Saquon had opened up this game, Giants might have won this game. Daniel Jones looked confident. Daniel Jones looked like he was controlling that offense. Offensive line was not blocking for Saquon a whole lot. The only plays that Saquon had, Saquon did have six receptions for 60 yards. Um, That was the only way they were getting him out. You can't. The the only time the Giants' offense was successful was when Daniel Jones was getting rid of the ball in under five seconds. Yeah, which or is going to be Saquon. He had is going to be successful in, against every defense, um, except for the football team because they're going to be in the backfield within three seconds. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be enough. I don't know. <sighs> Daniel Jones, for as much hate as we gave the Giants for drafting him so high last season, looks like he's going to be a good, confident, leader quarterback in this league. I think Jason Garrett is going to help him a lot. It's tough as hell. Jason Garrett's a good offensive coordinator. Was he ever a good head coach? No. No. There's but guys he's not the head coach now. He's no. the offensive There's coordinator. There's guys in this league who get head coaching jobs, who should always stick with being an offensive coordinator. You know who's always realized that? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. <laughs> they know offense. They don't know anything about else coaching football. The nightcap that nobody watched. Oh, here I go. I'm about to get on my pedestal. Get on your pedestal. Titans looked like shit. I'm not going to fully blame this game on Goskowski. Uh, first of all, signing Steven Goskowski was weird. No, actually, I want to start with this. Is the stat that I did not completely realize. Last season, the Titans made eight field goals. We made eight field goals the entire year. So you're on par. You're you're ready to go. That's crazy. Fuck Josh Kowski. Kowski. He fucking lost me a lot of money last night. We went through Santos, Cody Parkey, uh, Suckup, who was still hurt, and then... The last kicker we would we'd signed somebody off somebody's practice squad who didn't kick between weeks we didn't kick a field goal between weeks sixteen seventeen in the AFC Championship it was the first game he kicked a field goal because we didn't have to because we had the best red zone offense I get that was it like ninety five percent 
even better than that. No, yeah, I mean, it was one of the best red zone. We scored in the red zone touchdowns wise com- all the time. But y- you can't get that done with through a whole season. We have to figure this kicking out. I thought, you know, when we signed Goskowski two weeks, I thought, eh, 40-something years old. He's, you know, yeah, he's one of the top five arguably kickers of all time. You agree with that? Yeah. Um, won Super Bowls with mm-hmm. the Patriots. Won a Super he Bowl was for the Patriots. He was the next Benatari. Yeah. Um, Not as appreciated as Benatari, but he was the next Benatari. But there was a reason that the Patriots cut him, and I did not realize it until looking into it last night. He had hip surgery this offseason. Okay. No training camp. We signed him two weeks ago. He's three missed field goals last night? Three missed field goals and an extra point. Uh, Titans defense played well. I mean, we held the Broncos to 14 points. Does he see the Titans training facility today? I don't know if he did or not. I haven't heard anything. I haven't cut him. But we've got to find somebody who can we can trust to kick field goals. This game shouldn't have come down to the Titans leading a – I f- think we started the drive with about three minutes left. Uh, had some good passes. You know, Tannehill ended up throwing 29-43. Never thought Tannehill was throw 43 times. Two touchdowns. Derek How Rand- about Derrick Henry – Still with 31 carries. Yeah. It seems like I didn't watch the game. It was too late. Daddy has to go to sleep. Um, it seems like the Titans dominated this game in time of possession. Just didn't score the points. We did because we missed field goals. This should have never been that close. We had to come down the field. We were breaking down. like We were on the 30-yard line. And you know, All Vrabel's thinking in his head right now is, I want. I, we've got to score this touchdown. You know, it's 13 to 14. We're down. I can't trust Goss Cassie to go out on this field. So then Vic Fangio on the other side doesn't start using his timeouts at all. So we're throwing to the sideline. Ball goes out. Ran two plays with Derrick Henry, like, right up the middle and got six or seven yards apiece. Get on, like, the 20, 15-yard line, and the, we start running the clock. And in Vrabel's mind is – if Fangio is going to let me run this clock all the way down without using his timeouts and make my kicker have to kick this ball, I'm going to take a chance. Yeah, I know he's missed these kicks. But does that make sense, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Fangio let us run the entire clock down. But also l- left two timeouts on the on the so board. So, no. So, when, that, when our drive was done, it was a third and three. I had probably about 30 seconds left on the clock. We ran the ball again, got it in the middle where Goskowski had a straight shot to it. Uh, didn't get the first down. It was fourth and one or something. We took our timeout. And I think that stopped it at 20, kicked the field goal. Goskowski knocked it down. There were 17 seconds on the clock. Uh, Denver had all three timeouts. They didn't use a single timeout on that drive. That's what Vrabel was thinking. That, that's what I'm saying. Vrabel was like, I'm just run the clock down. I'm gonna have to trust him to kick this field goal. He's done this before, you know. He's been in this situation before. I have to trust him now. If they're gonna let me, they could have kept that clock at two minutes. So I mean, I don't know. And then kicked it off, and Denver. It went out of end zone. Denver had 17 seconds from the 25 yard line. Had one good pass, called a timeout, and then couldn't complete a pass after that. Titans going to hard nose football themselves to another nine and seven season. <laughs> um, so I hope not. If you kept up with our picks last week, uh, Juicy J ended up at eleven and five. Um, I ended up at seven and nine. I think we agreed that our punishment is the loser on overall all seventeen weeks. That's got to be like four hundred games. Um, the loser has to wear a cheerleader's outfit at our Super Bowl party. And take a photo with everybody. Like a skimpy chili. A skimpy outfit. one. Like you gotta show some titties. Gotta show some ass. And you're not allowed to manscape. Um. So eleven and five to seven and nine. Later in the week, we'll preview next week's games and get our picks in. We have a big guest on Thursday. Big guest. But I want to end this episode with your most impressive team from week one and your most disappointing team from week one. 
I'll go first. Maybe I'm biased. Football team. Most impressive football team should have lost by 30 points. Ron Rivera gets an IV during halftime because he has cancer. Come out in the second half. Dwayne Haskin plays lights out, gives the halftime speech. He's like, oh, you want to get rid of me? Fuck you. How you like that? I don't think Wins that's the what game. he said, but all right. No, that was Kirk Cousins. Uh, most disappointing team. I hate to say it, Jalen. The Titans only scoring 16 points against the Broncos. I can agree with you yet. I'm not going to call them my most disappointing team. I think they, they I, I don't think it was disappointing because they did, like we said, going into it, why I doubted the Titans and why I should have stuck with my gut and bet against them. West Coast, 10 o'clock, altitude, first game of the season. Yeah, Especially I mean, a hard-nosed football team that lives and dies by the fucking run. It's hard to play your first game at 5,000 feet at 10 o'clock at night. You're going to get tired. And your kicker yeah. sucks dick. Well, yeah, I mean, the, never, the game should have never Ray been Ray Rule might suit up and start kicking field goals. <laughs> Why the fuck it have to? <laughs> Who's your most impressive and most disappointing team of week one? Put you on the spot, huh? I put myself on the spot, too. Most impressive? Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. I was going to say that, too, yeah. I think they really impre- – especially beating the team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Cardinals, for sure. Um, Kyler looked – didn't make – stats aren't great. Made plays when he had to. Uh, Cardinals defense made plays when they had to. And I think that's all you got to do, especially in that division, to beat the 49ers. DeAndre Hopkins proved that the Houston Texans are complete fucking idiots. Bill O'Brien, big-ass fucking dumbass. For trading him for a for David Johnson and a fourth-round pick. Bucket of balls. But um, most impressive or most disappointing team. I don't want to say the Titans just because you said the Titans. Um, Buccaneers. Okay. I think just because there was so much hype surrounding them and we didn't know what Tom was going to look like. Yeah. I think Buccaneers. And I said earlier in the episode, I think that it's going to take them a couple weeks. Yeah. But I thought they would have played a lot better. I thought Tom would have. I thought Tom would have made less mistakes. I think that team would have the game would have been a lot closer if Tom hadn't made the mistakes he did. I think just that whole game was just really disappointing. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Good week. Can't overreact on week one. Week one was very successful. Uh, We'll be back later in the week to give you a preview on all of week two. And uh, we got a we got a good guest coming on to try to sell you on the Big Ten. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I might have to like offer you something too. Like Maybe here, I want you to like the Big Ten, but I'm also going to give you a thousand dollars or something like that. Maybe he's going to try his hardest. But you have to stay tuned for later in the week. Hey, thank you so much for listening to episode 26 of the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. Took us a couple tries. Uh, we've been here for four hours trying to record this bitch. But thank you so much. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we got a little YouTube series coming out later this week, too. Um, and we'll see you later in the week for episode 27. A week two NFL football, week three college football preview. Peace. See ya.